Let's talk about BMW. And no, I don't mean the car. Could you imagine me doing a podcast on cars? That would be hilarious. And also it would be a very short one. BMW is an acronym for being my word. This is something that my coach taught me in a way that I have never been taught it before, and it shifted so much for me. So I'm going to share my learnings from that session with my coach, Steve Hardison. Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I am a peak performance coach and I help my clients create a life they love, one that is rich in all areas. And we do it through ease, joy, and fun. No hustle, no struggle over here. As I was walking out of my hotel room in Arizona, I had a thought, maybe more like a directive. And this is what it was. It was take your Neville Goddard book. If you've been following me for a while, you know I love Neville. I love, love, love his teachings, and I always travel with his book. And I have learned not to question the voice, so I just turned around, even though it was August in Arizona and it was hot. But I turned around and got the book, and then I went off to my session with Steve. So here's how it works when you have a session with Steve. He's always got the door to his office open about a half hour before your session. So you're welcome to go in at any time 30 minutes before. So I am always early because I love that I can arrive and settle in. I'm sitting in his office and before our session, I grab the book out of my bag. I open it up to a page that I had earmarked, like, I don't know, I would say even months before. And as I read it, I thought, I want to bring this passage into our session. And this is what I love about coaching. This is what I do with my clients as well, is we are creating. There's no specific structure. And I love that I can do this with Steve. I was able to do it with my former mentor, Bob Proctor, as well. So I did that. So Steve comes in, we're doing the session, I open up the book, we start there, and then this passage leads us to this work around BMW, being my word. And he shared the story with me. So I'm going to share it with you now. So let's say you and I, we are scout leaders, and we have an event tomorrow. And we've asked people to come and help us to set up some chairs. So we've asked 20 people. And they've got to show up at 7 a.m. So it's 7 a.m. the next day, and only 10 people show up. So we split the list of the names of the people that didn't show up. I give you half, I take half, and we start phoning them. And we hear things of why they didn't show up to set up the chairs, like, I forgot. Um, I slept in. Maybe my alarm didn't go off. What else? What else could be some things, some excuses? Nick, were you listening? What else could be some excuses? You weren't listening. You're like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Alex, were you listening? What could be an excuse of why they didn't show up? Uh, Their car broke down. Their car broke down. Beautiful. I mean, and that list could be endless, right? Like it would just go on and on and on. The list for the people that showed up, they were their word. They came and set up the chairs. How many times... Have you said yes to something that you didn't want to do? 
and you actually had no intention of doing it. And so as it gets closer to the time, you make up an excuse. And to get out of it, you might not even address the person. You will have someone else cancel on your behalf. I know I am guilty of doing that. Sorry, Denise. She's the one that's had to do that before. So Steve said, and this is so good, that if you want to be someone that is of their word, so you are being your word, you've got to be good at saying a two-letter word. Can you guess what it is? Anybody? Alex, Nick, can you guess what the two-letter word is that you have to get good at if you're going to be your word? That's right. Alex, Alex, you are on fire. That's right. No, Alex got it. You have to be good at saying no. And then you know what happens? Life becomes easy. It becomes really simple. You're not in the business of managing your excuses. You're not trying to figure out how to get out of things because you said no. And Steve said to me that as you move forward, so you're going to start to do this if you want to. I highly suggest it. And what Steve said to me is that as you start to do this, you will notice all the people that use excuses. And so he said a way to connect with how you are showing up is to have a touchstone. So something to remind you of being your word. And that's when he said to me, anytime you see a BMW being my word, check in on yourself and see if you are being your word. And he said, okay, so now, like, let's say you with me are committing to being your word. So there's this kind of clear path in front of you, all of these opportunities where you can practice that. But behind you is probably a stack you're remembering things where you weren't your word. Well, what you want to do is go back and clean those up. If you have to go back and have a conversation with somebody, go and do that as you remember that. Now, I want to be clear because some of you are like, but what if I change my mind? Yes, you can change your mind. This does not mean that you cannot change your mind at all. But it means that when you realize that, let's say you said yes to something and you're no longer able to do it in that moment, you're not just going to wait and say, oh, I'll just, you know, let them know maybe next week or something that I can't make it. In that moment, you go and you clean it up in the moment that you become aware of it. Why? Because you've made a commitment to be your word and you know that your word has changed. So let's say you ask me to go out for lunch and I say yes. 30 minutes later, I realize I can't do it. I call you right away. I apologize and I let you know I will not be having lunch with you. As opposed to, like I said, knowing that I'm not going to do it, leaving it, and then asking Denise to cancel it for me. Again, I apologize, Denise. As I was sitting in Steve's office and we talked about this concept, I don't know. I don't know if it's blowing your mind. It blew my mind about BMW. He looked at me and he said, I'm going to give you something. You don't have to take it. He said, I don't want you to take it if it's going to cause any problems for you and Paul. So Paul's my husband. I'm like, what the heck is he going to give me? <laughs> I'm like, this is, you know, this is going to get interesting. Um, and, uh, and also, obviously, if you don't want it. And then he went on before he gave me this thing, which I didn't know what it was going to be that he was going to give me. He said, you know what I love? He goes, I always buy things that I love. 
And it doesn't matter to me if they're meant for a man or meant for a woman. If I love it, I buy it. And he goes, and that's what this watch that I happen to be wearing, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it. And he took the watch off. And he said, you know, it's funny. He goes, I saw this. He goes, I loved it. And I loved it for because of what is on it. And he said, it's a women's watch. And he gave it to me and he said, you can have it. I want you to have it. And there is a B on it. So he said, this is another touchstone, another reminder about being your word. And then I noticed that he had two watches on. And I said to him, well, first of all, I said, thank you very much. I receive it. I will take it. And then I said to him, do you always have two watches? And he said, only when I do. He's so funny. He makes me laugh a lot. So the other thing he said was, now you're going to notice people using excuses. You're going to see it now. And this is exactly what happened. Remember when I told you that he said that you'll just start to see it in all different areas, people not being in that word, their word? Well, this happened the next day. A few days prior to this, I sent an email to someone I hired. I had not heard from them and wanted to make sure I wasn't missing any emails. We were supposed to get started a few, a few weeks before. The next morning, I received this email. Hey, Hina, I hope all is well. I apologize for the delay. I am attempting to soak in the last few experiences with my kids before they go back to school. My oldest is hitting high school. If Tuesday is okay, I will get back to you with a full plan of attack moving forward. This is an excuse. And it is so normal that until my session with Steve, I wouldn't have actually given it a second thought. I would have, I would have replied like, of course, have fun with your kids. I might have been a little bit annoyed, but I would have thought, well, that's kind of makes sense. Okay, so that happens that morning. And then I go on Facebook and I see a post. And what is it about? It's about bees and honey and I have to smile. But it gets even better. That day I'm going to the airport to go back to Toronto. And the driver that is taking me to the airport sends me a text to let me know that he is parked beside a BMW. I remember chuckling when I read that. And then I looked down at my wrist, saw the watch with the B on it. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, do you know that when I was growing up, do you want to know what my nickname was? Honey. <laughs> it's like boom, boom, boom. It's all coming back. So, you know, and in that moment, I actually thought if I ever get a tattoo, I don't know if I ever would, but if I did, maybe a small B, what do you think? Actually, I really want to know what you think about BMW in the comments. And let me know if you're going to commit to being your word. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download, all the things that you can do. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you.